0: Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are having a great Tuesday so far. Just want to let you guys know we've reached a milestone today, guys. We've reached a milestone. You would think that it was just like yesterday that I started this podcast. It was February 12th. 2020 that I started this podcast and now we are on episode 50 today. Before you know it, we'll get to episode 100 and I've got something very, very special planned for episode 100. I want to do something. I want people to come out and see me in my environment where I record this podcast, the PT Cruiser Studio. Bring your fishing pole. We're right by the water. We can just throw out some lines and try to catch as many fish as we can. I'm trying to get sponsors. Even though. I do not drink anymore. I want to get a keg. I want to get a keg for the people that end up coming out. If you want to bring any meats that you want me to cook, I've got two large smokers we can cook right on the grill here. I just want to do something to thank the people that have supported this podcast because without you guys listening to the content that I'm putting out, even though I'm not on the radio right now and I'm not on terrestrial radio, I know a lot of people hate using terrestrial radio because I really do think we're getting to a a point where podcasts and regular radio is going to get on the same level. Look at the number two audio content guy in the United States behind Howard Stern. Is Joe Rogan and he is nothing but a podcast he is not over broadcast radio airwaves at all and that's how big he is right now but I need to thank you guys because the only way this podcast is going to grow and I've I've said this to people over and over again usually when I'm on the radio I can promote the other side hustles that I've got going on with my YouTube channel or podcast but I do not have that anymore and I owe it all to you guys sharing it on your social media telling your friends your Family, your co-workers going that extra mile because you guys are a fan of the content that I put out. And I also think that I've made a connection with you guys. I, I consider every one of you guys my friend, my close friends, because without you supporting me, I, I would probably be... <laughs> I don't know what I would be, man. I'd probably be on unemployment, living off the system if it was not because of you guys helping me out and liking the content that I'm putting out. So I want to do something special for you guys. So we're still a ways away from that. Still got another 50 episodes, but I would say around episode 75, I'm going to be planning something out. I'd like to hear what you guys, if you would attend a party, a celebration party to celebrate my 100th episode, would you? you show up? What would you like to have at this party, this gathering? What would you like? Because I want to make it for you guys. I want you guys to have a good time and just show my appreciation for your support. You can email me, Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two D's, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. I usually write everybody back, but I'd like to hear from you guys. Questions or comments, anything pertaining to the podcast, or you just want to talk about what you're going through right now with this pandemic, you can do that, email me. I may read your stuff on the podcast. Now, the last couple of weeks, you've been hearing me promoting the different platforms that you can listen to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. I'm on iHeartRadio, iTunes Podcast, Spotify, and the TuneIn Radio app. But I'm proud to announce, and this is the one that I'm the most excited about because I'm in a pool of so much other great radio podcasting talent out there that you can find on the internet. And Matt Maser and you know, Matt Mazur, he used to do a radio show on Bubba Army Radio, but he is a tech guy. He is one of the smartest guys online that I've met in a really, really long time that just gets it. He gets how to get your name out there and how podcasts should be respected. People pitting out online content. And Matt Mazur has had this website for quite a while. I've been checking it out and he's had a lot of great online podcasting content, not only audio wise, but video wise. And that website is 315live.com. That is 315live.com. And he just redesigned this website. It is clean and sleek and user friendly. And you're going to want to check it out because if you're a fan of podcasts and online content, I know a lot of you guys are held up right now across the United States, held up because of quarantine. And you guys are looking for stuff to do. Yeah, they're bumping down your Netflix. Quality account, any of the streaming formats, the quality is completely knocked down. So, if you want some good entertainment that's probably not going to be knocked down as much as a video content, listen to podcasting. I know you guys are supporting me and liking me, but I know you guys like podcasts in general because if you didn't, you wouldn't be checking out my stuff. So, what I'm trying to tell you is 315 live.com is a website that will open up many, many different podcasters content to you. So check it out. If you listen to last week's podcast, one of the days I brought up that I felt like I was becoming a legitimate podcaster, a legitimate radio show because I had someone, someone that was young and interested in getting into broadcasting and podcasting or any of the content providing type business, she wanted to be a part of this. And her name is Hannah. She is about to turn 22. She lives in Alberta, Canada. Yes, I know it's a far way away and it's kind of hard to be able to teach her to learn radio being that far away. But with the technology we have, being able to video chat, talk on the phone, talk back and forth with emails, I took her on because she reached out to me because she has interest in broadcasting. I think her goal is, is to be on TV because she has the looks, but she has the personality to be on radio. And this is the interview I did with her earlier. I apologize ahead of time for the quality of the audio. It's driving me crazy. And you guys are like, oh, why does give out his PayPal account? I give out my PayPal account because I'm giving out my content for free. Any of the money you give to me, I'm reinvesting it. And I'm going to one of the first things I'm going to put back into this podcast is getting some goddamn Wi-Fi. So the quality is better when I try to interview someone on Skype. So here is the introduction of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. First intern. Hannah, how are you doing, Hannah? I'm doing very well. How are you? So first, let me start off by saying I'm honored that you would want to be a part of the content that I'm putting out there. So thank you for having trust in me and wanting to work with me because my main concern is teaching you things teaching you to give you the tools that you need to get ahead in broadcasting. So, that is my main concern, but one of the things that's already impressed me about you more than anything, and I've seen this over my 20 years of broadcasting is these people that are coming in here wanting to learn stuff, they do not have the initiative to go out and create content on their own without having to be told by their supervisors. And you just recently went out. I have not even had you on the air once and you've already went out on your own Because you live in Canada, right, Hannah?
1: Yes, I live in Canada. In and you don't
0: have to give me exactly where you live, but what part of Canada?
1: I live in Alberta.
0: I don't know much about Canada. Is Alberta a big city
1: in Canada? Um, So Alberta is actually one of the provinces. Uh, so
0: now uh, you live in Alberta. Is that in the middle, middle, west, or east of Canada?
1: Um, So it's more towards the west coast, but it's not very yeah. west coast. It's not right in the middle though. So it's
0: in the middle of the west to the middle. Yeah. You went out on your own, had your own initiative to go out and create content for the Tuttle Daily Podcast. And tell me a little bit about what you did.
1: Um. So what I did is I actually traveled two hours from where I live to go to Canada's biggest dispensary store, supposedly. It's 1,100 square feet. Now, before we get
0: into that, explain the marijuana laws in Canada, because I've heard things and I want to find out what the laws are, because I live in Florida and we have medical Marijuana here, but we have some states in the United States that are legal, like Colorado, that is legal, California, legal. I don't, I think Nevada, maybe. I'm not sure, but what are the rules when it comes to? Marijuana and THC in Canada.
1: Um, so some of the rules are like all of it is basically completely legal. You can buy edibles, you can buy uh, pre-rolled joints, you can buy your bud, you can travel with it as long as it is in the government sealed container that they give you. So they do give yeah. you. Yeah. With it, mm-hmm. um, you are allowed to actually grow your own plants, only up to five per household, and you're not allowed to travel with anything like street sold. If they do catch you with that, you will get caught, and you will actually actually have a sentence.
0: Now, let me ask you this, okay? So, uh, here in the United States, one of the big things, and this is just my opinion of why marijuana is going to have a hard time becoming legally or legal nationwide, is because of the alcohol and tobacco industries giving money to politicians because i don't know are are canadians considered big drinkers up in canada
1: oh yeah we we drink all the time especially here in alberta we we all we do is basically party everybody my age is just party party party
0: but have you have you noticed through your experience i know you're young you're only you're about to turn 22 and, and probably don't look at everything, but I, I would have to think that the alcoholism and alcohol abuse has gone down since medical marijuana has become legal in Canada, because I would rather get high than shit face drunk.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. I know a lot of people are more towards like orientated towards just smoking cannabis at a party and things like that. So it has definitely gone down, but it hasn't gone down completely.
0: Well, yeah, but I mean, you guys were caught up uh, up north where it snows all the time. And I know if I was stuck inside of a house, I would want to get fucked up just getting as hammered drunk as I could. So, you know, having that marijuana. So I, I don't mean to get side, sidetracked. So you drove two hours to one of the largest dispensaries in Canada. So tell me how it was. Now, we had talked previously, and you said that they would not allow you to record video or audio or anything like that. And that's that's completely understandable. But what did you find out? What are some of the facts, things you experienced while you went to this uh, dispensary?
1: Um, So when I went to this dispensary, it's actually when you walk in, the entrance is very, very big. Everything is really digital, so they do have digital things on the walls. So this is the dispensary. They grow there, correct? They grow
0: marijuana there?
1: No, they actually have their own different facilities where they grow it, and then they ship it out, but it's all government-grown. straight from
0: So the government. now the government regulates pretty heavily then they they keep an eye on everything
1: yes they definitely do wow
0: i mean i mean that's pretty cool that the the government is kind of behind this they're they're working hand in hand with the dispensaries now so when you walked in did it seem like here in America, you know, being around marijuana, everybody's like, oh, this is illegal and stuff. Did you feel comfortable when you walked in the doors? Like, is is it a regular shopping experience?
1: Um, No, it's not really a regular shopping experience because usually when you do walk into a dispensary, no matter where you go, it is very clean. It's very tidy and everything they have in the dispensary is in cabinets. You cannot touch it. Now, this is
0: just my experience with, by, because my mom is on medical. And the first time she went to go get medical marijuana, I went with her. Now, do they allow you in Canada to be able to buy THC or marijuana product with a debit card, or, or is it only cash? Uh,
1: no, you can do it debit or credit or cash. However you mm-hmm. feel like paying for your bud, you can definitely pay for it however you want.
0: See, because that's amazing, because, you know, we have many different states here in the United States, and, you know, it's not legal federally across all the 50 states here in the United States. So, You cannot use your bank card because banks are backed up federally. So when you want to buy stuff here in the United States, you can only pay for cash. And that's the only reason that I asked. Here,
1: you can definitely buy it however
0: you want. So, So now, like, is there any limits on how much you can buy? Or, like, I mean, what are some of the rules? Give me an idea of some of the things that you guys have to do to be able to buy THC or weed in Canada?
1: Um, You can basically buy however much you want, but in your car, you can only carry 30 grams to yourself.
0: You couldn't buy a pound at this dispensary and transport it.
1: No, you can only, I believe you can only buy up to 30 grams of whatever you are buying.
0: I'm sure, you know, you're 22, and if you don't feel comfortable in asking or answering me on this, now, before you turned a certain age, did you ever smoke marijuana before that?
1: Yeah, so um, marijuana was actually legal after I had turned 18. It just got legal after I turned. Um, But when I was in high school, I used to smoke pot all the time. I used to go to school fucked up all the time. I, I was really into that scene.
0: What would you say is better, the stuff that you were getting? From your buddies or people you knew in the neighborhood or the stuff that you would get? Did you did you partake in any of the stuff that you got recently from this dispensary?
1: Yeah. So what I got recently from this dispensary was some pre-rolled joints and I had actually tried it and it's pretty top grade stuff.
0: How would you compare it to the stuff you've gotten before?
1: Yeah. So stuff on the street, obviously it is cheaper, so it's much easier to buy. And I find that it's actually more potent than something you would buy just straight from the dispensary.
0: I mean, that's pretty interesting. Well, Hannah, you really, really knocked it out of the park for your first assignment. Well, hell, it's not even an assignment because you did it on your own. And I got to tell you, I appreciate that so, so much because you're way ahead of the game when it comes to being able to teach somebody that's wanting to get into broadcasting, if it's TV or radio. But I want to learn a little bit about you. So, you know, tell us a little bit, you know, you don't have to go into a lot of detail. Tell people about you. What what would your friends and family say about you?
1: Um. So I guess uh, a little bit about me is I'm 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 a very open person. I love being yeah. open with people. I love talking to people. I love getting to the nitty gritty and find out what bothers them and also just try and get my opinion out there.
0: That's really, really good. What are some of your interests? You know, I mean, you've only been out of high school a couple of years. What? What, when you first got out of high school, what did you want to do?
1: So when I first got out of high school, I actually wanted to become a professional makeup artist.
0: Now, what got you into that? Did you know anybody? Like, I mean, what got you interested in that?
1: Uh, Just growing up, my mom and I would always do these crazy themes for Halloween, and I liked the makeup aspect of that. So I just decided to kind of carry on with it, and I actually had a huge passion for it.
0: Now, do you want to do just like regular people's makeup, or or you want to do like some of the makeup you would see in? hollywood or or like you know in horror films and and shit like that
1: no i definitely wanted to do the the horror film side of it i love the bloody gory like just getting absolutely fucked up look
0: just i mean i don't mean to pitch you on the spot i'm just trying to get people uh, you know to get to know you like what are some of the entertainment things music movies you know what? What are some of the things that you're into? Like, what do you like?
1: Um, so I guess some of the things I'm really into. I love going into the mud. I love like getting very dirty and very really involved. Really? Yeah.
0: You you would be very very popular in the state of Florida. I gotta tell you, you know, you wouldn't think somebody being the great white north up there would be into mudding and shit like that. But hell, here in Volusia County, where I grew up. That was an everyday thing we did.
1: Yeah, no, we definitely like to do that here as well. I've mo- owned more vehicles than Carter's Got Pills. I've owned <laughs> mud trucks. I've owned, you know, Jeeps. I've owned everything basically lifted you could think of. And I just, I've wrecked it because I've piled it into the mud drunk all the time.
0: Does Canada have rednecks? Like, oh, you might not have, 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 wait, redneck. wait, wait, wait. But you might not have the rednecks like we have here in the South in the United States. but. Like, do you have that, and what do you guys call them?
1: Um, so yeah, I guess I rednecks is a very broad term. I guess it kind of just depends here. Well, in give Canada, me some so. of
0: those terms. I'd I'd like to hear some of those terms.
1: So if you were to talk to my dad, Lyle, uh, it yeah. would be he is a redneck, but he is a very rich redneck. So he has that very rough side, oh. likes to go in the mud, but he's very yeah. he's wealthy. There's definitely a different kind of redneck where it's like you know you go out, you go farming, you shoot some coyotes, and you know, you shoot some geese and bring them the Oh, see, wait, wait, wait.
0: Can you say that again? Can you say coyote?
1: Coyotes.
0: Yeah. See, we call them coyotes here in the United States, and I'm not making fun of you. I like listening to other dialects, so um, I, I, we need to go through that. Like, I, we, we need to discuss this off the air because I want to con- compare how people say different things from Canada to America, because you say coyotes?
1: Yeah, I say coyotes.
0: Yeah, we say coyotes here. You you know, we pronounce the e at the yeah, end. Yeah, of- we
1: definitely don't do that here in Canada. We're just out in a boat with our Tim Horton.
0: Oh, out in a I was waiting for you to say out in uh, a yeah. <laughs> And I'm not making fun of you. Please do not do not think that I'm making fun of you. So, Now, before we get off the phone, I think this has been a great initial introduction to the Tuttle Daily Podcast first intern. And I want to thank you because you have made me feel like a legitimate radio show by you wanting to come on here before we get into it what are some of the things you're wanting to learn during this process with me i want to know what you're wanting to get out of this
1: some of the things i want to learn is actually how to be able to connect with people how to be able to get my voice out there on podcasts, whether that's podcast radio tv and i also social media you grow yeah so yeah
0: no 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 definitely your your sweet spot needs to be social media okay and I can help you do that. Like, listen, I, I should not be giving you advice because I should be way further ahead in my career than what I am right now with the knowledge that I know. And we've talked like we've talked off the air plenty of times and we've discussed of things what I think can help you out. So give everybody your social media accounts where people can find you right now. I think you're only on Instagram and Twitter right now.
1: Yeah, so I did make an Instagram account. It's underscore H-A-N-N-A-H from Canada. So Hannah's so
0: your account- Instagram is underscore Hannah, H-A-N-N-A-H from Canada.
1: With an underscore at the end, yeah.
0: With the underscore at the end. Okay, and if people want to find you on Twitter, I think it's at from Hannah, F-R-O-M, Hannah, H-A-N-N-A-H. Right.
1: That's me. Yeah, Definitely give
0: her a follow, guys. And I know you guys are all thinking, Tuttle, I know what you're up to. You got your own podcast. You're a 40 year old creeper and you're bringing on this hot ass 22 year old chick from Alberta, Canada with a, a full sleeve of tattoos and shit like that. That's not how it is. I respect interns. I would never do absolutely anything inappropriate. I want to help her out. I want to teach her because if it wasn't for somebody ahead of me teaching me when I first got into radio, I wouldn't be hosting a podcast right now, not being in radio. Maybe this isn't a good idea. Maybe I'm the last person that Hannah should learn from, but I can give her a little bit of knowledge to give her the tools to get her foot in the door somewhere.
1: Hey, yo, Terry, What's going on earlier
0: in the podcast? I mentioned that I was excited to be a part of 315live.com thanks to Matt Mazur. That's his website. He knows a lot of these podcasters around the country and he's Kind of creating like a podcast network, a one stop shop place to be able to find all these great podcasters. And I thought I would have him on. I know I've already done one interview, but this beats me talking about politics and things involving the coronavirus. So here's the interview I did with Matt Mazur, technically my new program director. What's up, Matt? I've been talking about your website, 315live.com. Does 315live.fm work as well too?
2: Yeah, it's it's the same thing. Uh, the okay. dot com's just a little older. So, uh, you know, I, I, I advertise it as three one five live FM. I'll take now, you to the same place.
0: You've been like following radio for a while. Did you ever like watch what Clear Channel was doing? Because I was with Clear Channel from 2000 to 2010, which is iHeartRadio now. But they you know, they wanted to get their hands in everything. They got Live Nation. Which is the, the the concert promoting stuff, which I know a lot of people don't like a big corporation holding the tickets over everybody's head. I, have you ever looked into that at all?
2: Yeah, well, uh, you know, honestly, iHeart's strategy, what I what I believe iHeart's strategy has always been, the reason they are called iHeart, not Clear Channel anymore, is because they moved to this app and. Yeah. The, the whole thing was, if if you remember in the beginning, the advertising on all the stations was get the iHeart app and listen to our station. Yep. And then in recent years, if you've listened, the ads Podcast. are now get the iHeart app and listen to everything on the app. Yep. It's no longer about the station and it was never supposed to be. These stations are huge, huge expenses. Oh, uh, And yes. you see in the recent uh, culling of iHeart hosts, they want to get rid of those because instead of running all these very expensive stations that require licensing and maintenance and and employees, you only need one guy to run this app for Mm -hmm. everybody in the world. And that's that's the, the end goal.
0: See now I I'm glad you bring that up because I try to tell people, you know, I've spent most of my radio broadcasting career in FM talk radio. Okay. And, and when people look at most radio stations, like a, like a music station. Okay. Take that for example. You would maybe have two, three people on the morning show, and then you would have one jock for middays, one jock for afternoon, one jock for, jock for night, and it would probably automate overnight. But when you go to an FM talk station like I worked at at Real Radio 104.1, it was all local talent. Look at the overhead, how much expense that they're having to pay an FM talk radio station. I, I agree with you. Going with this whole podcast and, and telling people to go to stations, it's a way to save them money.
2: Exactly. Exactly. A Huge, huge amounts of money. I mean, you cut your overhead by 90%.
0: Now, do um, you think, do you think syndication is over with and dead now in today's broadcasting format that you can catch anything? Everybody has a smartphone now. So you right. can listen online. What good does it do? For you to syndicate anybody.
2: Well, I mean, I guess I would argue for a regular radio station. If anybody's listening, you give them something they might like. You know, I don't, I don't necessarily understand why a lot of folks listen to regular radio. Uh, I mean, even when I listen to local radio, it's on my phone through TuneIn. So, which yeah. anybody can do. You know what I mean? And that's that's the thing that uh, uh, that's that's kind of where we come into play, to be completely honest with you, to uh, to to basically be a local. But digital only media outlet. See, and when we say local, we're local to a lot of areas.
0: I like what you're doing with this, okay? And 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 if I'm off basis, please let me know. But I think some of the most popular sites out there on the internet are these sites that accumulate different types of content. Like, you know, and I'm not comparing you to like a Live Leak, but that's a place you can find different types of multimedia. But you're taking it to the next level. I've been watching your website, 315live.com, for a while. But this update that you've done, it's just so streamlined and easy to use. And what I've noticed, I looked at it on a regular desktop, but you don't lose any of the features when you go to a mobile site, the way you have it set up.
2: Yeah, that's right. It's, it's really designed to be... Heavily mobile friendly, you know, almost a majority of our traffic is on the mobile side. So as much as I love the features of a full desktop view that, that it has done on this new update, uh, you get all that in the mobile view as well. And and what we've tried to do is really uh, be more of a well-rounded media outlet. So in the past, it was mostly uh, comedy podcasts and, and a little bit of how-to, a little bit of health type of thing. But uh, that was the majority of it. We've added a lot of uh, informational blogs and uh, uh, news, and we're going to be covering a lot of other things that are a little more niche topic. Uh, you know what?
0: I didn't and, even. And, I, offering I didn't a well-rounded even, approach. I didn't even notice that. So because I, I, you know, when did the site go live? I was pretty busy this weekend and I didn't check it out until late yesterday. So what I'm saying, you have blogs as well on this website that people can check out.
2: Absolutely. There's news articles from from a variety of sources um, and, and all kinds of things. And we're we're looking to grow uh, things in the topic specifically of business and food. So how to make money wow. and, and what to feed yourself with when you do
0: now. Uh, now, let me ask you this. I mean, I, I you know, I kind of consider you because I've worked in radio and and i don't know if you don't like this title i'm giving you but you know you're kind of like my pd right now and 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 i want to i want to get your your vision you know you just re- redesigned the site this is something you've been doing for a while but where do you see this site fitting in because there's a lot of those heritage sites and i think what you're building right now could be one of those sites that everybody talks about and so what is your vision like your best case scenario of what you would want this website to be
2: well the the best case scenario would be um one of your go-to media outlets <clears throat> and yeah. it's not like uh you know this this isn't like radio where it's competitive um i don't want to be the guy i i know that's silly the beauty of Uh, This digital media is it's on demand. It's when you want to do it. So uh, I can listen to Bubba the Love Sponge at 1.35 p.m. if I want to, and then switch over to Joe Rogan as soon as he's done and then switch over to uh, a billionaire show. And, you know, that's the power of the Internet and and this type of medium. So um, I want to be one of the players. I want to be one of the. uh, Hey, did you see that show? Did you hear that podcast on three one five
0: live? Now is billionaires is he doing stuff with your your new like uh vision of this website is he still doing stuff with you or is he doing oh his absolutely. Own
2: thing? yeah absolutely so what he we we just distribute um their content but he's one of our uh, close partners his studio uh, that he's built here in Syracuse is a a beautiful studio
0: that I gotta that ask I use what the, quite a bit. what what the fuck does he do to be able to afford the setup because I've watched his show. And and I've been doing radio for 20 years, but I'm in Podunk, Volusia County, Oak Hill, Florida at a place I call the Hobo Fish Camp. And I'm recording out of a beat up PT cruiser that has 125,000 <laughs> miles on it. So goddamn, what does he do? Is he like a goddamn heroin dealer up north
2: or no, something? no, he's a sign guy. He's he's the guy that puts uh, the signs and graphics on all your local businesses and cars and and things like that. That's his primary business. Tell um, and him and I... his studio is in uh, it's the second floor of his shop, the building that, that he already has anyway. So he had the space. Uh, Shit. And that's normally the biggest overhead, you know?
0: I, I mean, tell him I'll do some bits on his show if he wants to give me some, like, good quality signage that I could hang up around here in this little fucking uh, 800 population town I live in right now. Hell Yeah. It'd make me look like fucking Howard Stern of Alicia County if I could get some good, like, signage to put up somewhere. That shit'll most likely be stolen and traded for meth here, but, you know, it'll be out for a while.
2: Uh, You imagine a police bust where they show pictures of inside the meth house and there's a Tuttle banner hanging (laughs) on the
0: wall? Oh, dude, you know what? Most broadcasters would hate that, but I would fucking come in my pants if I saw some video on, like, Live PD. Here were like they were bussing in the door and they had that big like um, armored vehicle with a battering ram on the front of it. <laughs> I, If they busted through and had a camera on that battering ram and the first thing you saw was the Tuttle Daily Podcast, I would go and, and if I had the money from everything I made, I I would bail these scumbags out of jail <laughs> and tell them to get my signage all over the place. Oh, That's great. So so now what I'm, what I'm trying to say, tell me a little bit about, so I, you sent me a very, very long email, which I like, which, which shows you have your shit together and the vision of what you want from us. But I'm really not too familiar. Tell me a little bit about the other shows that people can find, because what's great about this, and we talked about this earlier, is some of these radio guys that are no longer employed are a part of your family now.
2: That's right. We've got uh, we just added uh, along with you this week, uh two former uh iHeart radio guys uh in the local uh Syracuse and, and Rochester areas here up in New York. And uh we've got Kobe with the Kobe cast, uh and that's a pretty cool uh show where he's telling a lot of stories from uh years and years in radio that he was never allowed to tell. What
0: that's kind of format still... was he doing?
2: Um just uh uh you know Like top 40? Top top Uh, 40.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, Top 40, uh, type of thing. I'm sure Um, he
0: is meta. See, that's the thing about, you know, because you're familiar with radio. Me working with Baba and the Bone and Tampa and the Monsters and Real Radio, we do that type of radio where, you know, a lot of these big celebrities and pop stars are hesitant about coming on our stations. And I'm sure this guy, you know, if he's worked in, Top 40. He he has a lot of stories about meeting like grade A celebrity meetings.
2: Yeah, yeah. I was just listening to one of his episodes here, and he's got the uh, the story of the one and only time that Aaron Carter came to Syracuse, uh, oh, hosted by by Kobe's radio station, and and he lost his shit and uh, got into fights and got thrown out and got uh, hospitalized, and it made national or international headlines his visit to Syracuse, Kobe tells the inside story as the radio guy who had to handle all that nonsense. It was pretty interesting. Oh,
0: I would love to talk shop with him because I did radio in Boy Band Central in Orlando for yeah. 12 years. You know, when I first started out as an intern at Real Radio 104.1, I was lucky lucky, lucky enough to be invited. Uh, Johnny Wright, and you probably don't know who he is, but he was a producer that 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 worked with Sync. And we got invited to his party for his his New Year's Eve party, and it was he had his own bowling alley where they're bowling. <laughs> and this is right when NSYNC is 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 breaking out. They're known, but they're not at the level of what they were at their high point. But sure, it was us. Johnny Wright had a a, a personal bowling alley in his basement, and it's it's our show. About seven of us on this show. NSYNC, sync, couple of the backstreet boys, Aaron Carter was there, but he was too young at the time. Um, but and, and Britney Spears, we're all bowling with these pop stars that are about to break out huge. And and we're bowling with these people. <laughs> That's it, incredible. it was it was crazy. I mean, we had nothing in common. Those people sure. never would do our show in a million years, but it yeah. it was just it was just kind of cool, you know, it was like If I would have known how much of a big swinging dick Justin Timberlake would have been in like five to six years, I would have been like that. That yes, man, I would have been there trying to just be his do boy on the side because it would have been way more profitable for me instead of being a radio radio broadcaster. You know, I, I would be happy with that. So before we go i listen are now one of the big questions are you still doing your show on three one five livecom dot com
2: so uh right now no um i but matt
0: I, you're 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 i gotta tell you and i'm and I'm not just like eating your <laughs> asshole right now by saying this but you are a great have you ever done broadcasts like have you uh, i i've never like talked to him and figured it out but like did you ever spend any time because what I've heard from what you did on your show on the bub Army radio network the shit sound broadcast professional content
2: yeah no i i uh I did not have a background in that before I started uh it's something I always had an interest in but uh uh never why until do I started you, why,
0: why why do you think though you i mean like give me an example like i i mean some people can just listen to stuff they're a fan of things like. Who like if you had a Mount Rushmore, which is four people, who would be your radio guys?
2: <laughs> well, Howard is is definitely yeah, uh,
0: of course, Howard's definitely yeah
2: is, is going to be I, at the top. Um, and honestly, you know, I I've spent years listening to Bubba, and I find uh, even oh, when Bubba I don't try great. a lot of my my radio style, uh, it probably reminds you of Bubba, and that's just just because that's what's been beaten into my head uh, a little bit, so. Um and he I
0: will say this, he's the this first is guy no, to ever
2: give me a break in anything and and uh so
0: I don't want people to take this as a dig towards Bubba because it's not Bubba is an icon Bubba is a radio legend you can't take anything away from him and even though he might be down at this point, you never bet against Bubba because Bubba is 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 great at what he does he he surrounds himself with with talented people but what I'm saying is I, it, you just seem like you, and this is not a dig, like I said, you, when I hear you talk politics and, and current events and stuff like that, though, you just you add a little bit of legitimacy to it, you know, because when people listen to Bubba, you know, he's cracking jokes and, and I hate to call him a shock duck, but he that's his job to be polarizing. But when I listen to you, I just I don't know, I just have a little bit more faith in what you have to say about your opinions when it comes to politics,
2: well, well, I appreciate that, and uh you know the the plan here is actually um to do a show not necessarily about uh, politics a little bit more about business because um, we need to add some good business content uh, but i I definitely want to uh, get back to doing the regular show where I got into the politics and stuff, mm. and because uh, I know there's a lot of folks that uh keep talking to me about it and 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 we got it and we got the radio station um to play it on which is something i'm not sure i mentioned but we really should is there's a 315 live uh streaming radio station running 24/7 um mm-hmm. uh, you can get to it right from the the website or the apps for either phone android or iphone Uh, it actually does i was testing it earlier and and it streams the radio station from the website version on your phone wow it seems to be pretty well so um, I'd love you to get the app, but you don't have to to check Wait, it out. Wait, there is
0: an app. There is an app. I did not know that. I'm going to gonna direct people to that then. Uh, where can they find the app? Is it available on all smartphones?
2: Yep. Android and, and iPhone. Just go to your app store and type in 315 live FM. Uh, all
0: right, Matt. Matt, listen. I want you to know, and I'm saying this publicly right now. I am so appreciative because, you know, I've been doing as many podcast interviews to promote myself. And I was like, Oh, why are you going on these small podcasts? I'm doing it. And the way I look at it is if I pick up two to three new subscribers, you know, and I'm not comparing my show to the virus we're going through right now, but you get two people that catch on. They like what you do. They tell four people, those four people tell eight and that becomes 16 and so on and so on. And that's the type of marketing you have to do with this content. In my opinion, maybe I'm wrong.
2: No, you're you're dead on. That's exactly how you grow uh, in this industry is you you leverage other people's audiences and, and they yours. And, and you know, you cross promote like it's going out of style and uh, interview folks about their shows. And and what happens is your listeners find somebody they're interested in. And now they check out that guy as well uh, and, and his listeners, hopefully vice versa. And it grows the audience for everybody. And and that's kind of a, a cool way. Uh, I think it's kind of interesting in the way that, uh, uh, as long as you have the right personality, which most folks do, I'm, I'm finding, uh, you can work together and, and build it up for everybody.
0: Yeah, Matt. Listen, man, I'm I'm here for you. Whatever you need to do. And once I start, you know, getting some new equipment, if it's possible, I'd like to start maybe doing some live content, maybe a couple of times a week, to you know help the network grow. I don't want you to think, oh, this is total the radio professional he's offering his services i really want to help this thing grow and what i'm saying is if it's capable but the other thing is i want to make sure i have the equipment because i'm a radio guy and i would rather do it right than do it half assed yeah it sounds shitty
2: i hear you well we we definitely take you up on that you know we've got the live radio which by the way your show is scheduled right now for noon and 4 p.m um, on the three, one, five live radio channel. So if, if yeah. folks uh, just want to flip that on and listen, uh, and then there's some of our other shows that fill in, in between. And we've got the, the other new show, which, uh, I, I didn't mention is, uh, called mornings with Pat. Uh, and it's actually another radio guy, uh, uh Pat McMahon, uh, from this area, he's doing a daily morning show that airs at 6am and 8am. Um, so those are just a couple examples of the new, Brand new, everyday, uh, fresh content that you can get on the radio channel uh, as well. All
0: right, Matt. My PD, my boss, I'm almost, sorry. Should I call you Mr. Mazer now? No, don't, uh, don't do that. No. All right, Matt. Well, listen, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. I'm grateful. If there's anything I can do on my end, do not hesitate to ask, okay?
2: Yeah, man. We, we can uh, We can get you going live anytime you want with the video. We do have the live video channels as well. Um, as well as uh, you know, the live radio. So any, any way people want to get you, they can see that on the website or the app when you go live. Well, pretty cool.
0: Thanks to Matt Mazur for giving me a little bit of time out of his busy schedule. He's been working on the redesign of this new website, 315live.com. We've been talking about this for a couple of weeks and I did not want to say anything until he reskinned the website. So I wanted it to be ready to rock and roll. What he's come out with is one of the most professional podcast websites I've seen in a while. If you'd like to contact me, do that by emailing me, Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two D's, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. Make sure you share, retweet, anything on your social media. Tell people about the podcast. It can be found on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and now 315live.com. Hope you guys have a wonderful day. I'll talk to you tomorrow.